Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Jason David Frank, and you're listening to the Geek Cast Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, and all you other people, this is TFG and Mike, and if you're hearing the sound of my voice, ignore any numbering in this episode that I mention. Please. I've had to move some things around. I can no longer number them as .5 episodes anymore, so even though you're still getting the same great podcasting content, if you're hearing this message, just ignore the episode numbering for a while. Thanks, and on with the show. You've just jumped inside the pull bag. Join TFG1 Mike and the rest of the comic crew here at the GCRN as they make their great escape into comics. From DC, Marvel, and Image to IDW, Boom Studios, and Xenoscope, we have everything right here. We cover things like Transformers, He-Man, Superheroes, TMNT, and Radiant Black. Yeah, we have all that and so much more. It's all inside the pull bag here on the GeekCast Radio Network. So, without further ado, it's time to talk about the comics we're reading right now. Here inside the pull bag. Welcome to The Pullbag. This is episode 474. I'm, of course, TFG and Mike. Joining me in Mighty Morphin March 2022 is Mr. Jesse Raz. Hello, sir. Ay 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 ay. You said a mouthful, Alpha. <laughs> so, yeah, we are continuing on. This is Necessary Evil Part 3. Yeah, yeah part or, three. Uh, or uh, Volume 13. Of yep. uh, MMPR. Yep, yep. The original MMPR, Boom Studios book, volume 13. And yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're, you were, uh, <laughs> yeah, you were a little surprised by uh, this one. Volume 13 collects uh, issues 48, 49, and 50. And those are three big issues, man. Well, 50 was double sized, wasn't it? That's why it only contains three because. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 50, I think, was double size, and then next time, in a couple of weeks, when we get to volume 14, uh, that's issues 51 to 55, so that's the norm. It's usually five, between four and six issues are usually collected per trade on almost any comic you'll ever see, Yeah, unless it's something like this where you have a double issue kind of thing, I guess, and yeah. Uh, Ryan Parrott on writing, Danielle 
Nuluko on illustrations, and the colors were done by Walter Bahamati. I'm <laughs> sorry, Walter, if I'm mispronouncing your last name. I I just can't. Well, and, but you know, did a, you know one of the things I said uh, when we did? Uh, I think it was uh, eleven. The yeah. colors in this and in, in this run. I mean, the yep. colors in the entire series. Yeah, have just been phenomenal. But th- this, I mean, this book just pops. It really pops. Yep. So, yeah, it really, really does. And yeah, so we kick off with what I assume is the overall. I think that's the main issue cover. And mm-hmm. uh, no, it, the, the well, I'll just say that's the the issue cover. Uh, a forty eight is Kimber the is the Ranger yeah. Slayer in the boat. Which, by the way, I'm gonna make. That bow, I got to figure out how to chop it up so I can put it on my printer, but I'm going to make that dang bow because that is two swords of darkness. Like that is just so badass. Yeah. Yeah. Like not practical for a bow, but just badass. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's a, that's an awesome cover right there, which was, which is crazy because she's on the cover and there's been no hint to this point that we're getting any more of her in main continuity. Yeah. And yet here she is in this issue. But we don't start with her, though. No, we don't start with it. Again, some of these covers are a huge, huge tease. And they are also, I personally think, that if I'm... I'll have to look on Comic Vine later to see if this was the actual like cover eight, like the first cover that was sold in stores, mm. kind of thing. But I think this was like for those of us who still go to comic book shops, right? You walk in, you look through the Boom Studios section, all of a sudden you see this hand with these this thing in her, and like, oh, so that's where this is going. Okay, buy immediately, you yeah. know, kind of and thing. I- and I think you, before we jump into the, mm-hmm. the trade, I think that's one of the strongest points about the Boom Studios books, at least when it comes to MMPR, is there are so many like attention getting covers. You know, you have some that feature like the whole team and they're just, you know, they're sort of formulaic. Like, yeah, you know, it's Power Rangers, but I'm a very big fan of sort of those more iconic sort of things. So like her arm coming up with the bow, that's it. You know, there's no, there's no picture of the team. There's no, like, I love that stuff. That is kind of my, that that is, those are some of my favorite covers just, just uh, across the, across the board. doesn't matter the hero, but when you can do something like that, that's the, that's what I put on my wall. Yeah, Absolutely. So getting into issue 40 or chapter 48 here, we start at Safe Haven below a Trinity Point, and it is Garrison with Kaya. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You know, they're, they're discussing how the battle goes, and then of course then they run into uh Dane, the yep. the great Dane. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, they they've had him down here trying to figure out a puzzle. That's why that's yeah. why they freed him. And he comes to find you come to find out that there's a reason they're on this planet. You know, the Morphin Master, which um, the emissary, the blue emissary, you know, brought him here for a reason. And it turns out the original inhabitants, which we, I think, believe are the Morphin Masters, 
just walked off the planet into this little Stargate-esque portal. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, and yeah, it's kind of a little bit of a big bombshell. Now things, what's been really nice about this arc is it's been a slow build to a a threat that's a little bit on shattered grid level as far as like the universe, the morphin grid, yeah. but it didn't feel like that until now. Yeah. Cause again, you, you, you have this whole mystery. You have Dane, you know, basically scoffing at them. I solved your little riddle, right? You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, again, building the mystery of what's going on with all of this stuff and, and everything else. Yeah. And right now, too, we jump back into it. We were reminded that we have the two teams of Rangers split up, the Omega Rangers mm-hmm. and the Power Rangers, but not evenly split. You have Rocky, Adam, and Aisha with Zach and Trini, and you have Jason left behind with Kimberly, Billy, mm-hmm. and Tommy, which it yeah. makes for some really – going forward, it makes for some really interesting conversations. It was really smart on the writers to do it this way because – you get, uh, which we got last chapter with Aisha talking to Trini about are we just replacements or replaceholders? Mm-hmm. Now we're getting ready to see some. We've got a little bit of the fireworks between Jason and Kimberly, but then we're going to get some with him and Jay, uh, him and uh, Tommy, yeah. uh, which is really nice to see. And under all of that, you have Billy scheming behind everybody's backs. Right. And and that's the thing. We kind of find out that Billy has been sort of keeping in touch with uh, Grace Sterling. Yeah. Uh, The first, well, possibly the first Red Ranger. Yes. So, you know, this whole thing with Billy and Grace and everything else and how they're keeping it a secret and how Zordon doesn't know that he's working with her and whatever. The first thing that pops into my head is the other secret that was kept 30 years ago. Zordon and Alpha in a hidden chamber. Like literally, I see I see in my head right now, I see David Yost's shocked Billy face when he finds that hidden chamber and I'm like, right. yeah, that's this. <laughs> well, again, it kind of goes back with and and you know, w- I don't want to dwell on this because we've talked about it the last two, the last two issues, but yeah. Um, but you know, Billy is such a nuanced character and it started with Kyle Higgins uh, and Billy's reluctance to uh, demorph. You know, he was kind of wearing his clothes over his, his uh, power ranger suit. Cause he was afraid. So now, yeah. now he's kind of following in the steps of his mentor Zordon. He's doing things that he deem are necessary but also keeping it close to the vest. Yep. Um, so he goes and asks Grace for help. She says she might know somebody in the area. And then we cut to a giant space debris with the Power Rangers and this sort of epic fight. Yes. Yeah, this was, wow. This uh, was a lot to take in. <laughs> right. And you know what's really interesting? And I don't know if, unless you're a big Power Rangers show aficionado, mm-hmm. you may not remember this little bit of obscure continuity that they pull out. Jetting. Yep. Do you remember that? No. 
That's the thing. I do, I'm like, ooh, a new a new no, thing. Oh no, like, this was on the show. So I want to say it was like used for maybe two or three episodes, and I have no idea why the hell they they introduced this. But it was basically <laughs> like flying. They can yeah, pretty much. basically fly, which is cool, except you can teleport. Yeah. Like, see, and, and and I think that's why it was only in maybe one or two episodes, and they and, never and the, really did it again. And I, 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 I challenge you, Google it. They look so stupid because <laughs> they're clearly like on a green screen, and yeah. it's just it just looks so cheesy. And it's kind of like whenever they introduce the shark cycles. And all these things, it's like you can teleport. Why do you all of a sudden need a vehicle? But the shark cycles are a toy that you're going to sell. I get that. <laughs> Why are you doing this? So I always thought that was stupid in the show, but I think it's hilarious that they found a way to use it. And then Trini is kind of schooling them on it. Yeah, I think it's cool here. I don't think there's any way it would have been useful or cool in the show. It's cool here because, again, you're out in space. You need to find a way back. You need to find a way to help your friends and help yourself. And, you know, that's awesome. That's that's interesting. Oh, it would. Trust me. I thought it was a very nice nod to a very obscure piece of continuity that, you know, very effectively is used in this comic. And, you know, I think, again, I think we've, we've hit on this several times in the last couple mm-hmm. episodes, but that kind of like attention to detail, like it, as a fan, it makes you feel very happy because it makes you feel like this is being written by a fan. Yeah. And so like they have respect for the source material, which it could be very easy. Like, Hey, I got a job. I'm writing on power Rangers. It's a crap show, but you know, whatever it's a check, <laughs> you know, it would be very easy for people to do that both on yeah. the show and for the comic books, but they have a certain, at least respect, if not fandom for, for what is there. And, you know, so that's so little bits like that are just, they, they make you feel good about reading it, whether you, remembered it from the show or not yeah and the one thing i'll say about the overall writing of the entire series is that number one i've said this before in other episodes i'm very happy that kyle higgins got out got to live out his dream and write something that just like us you know he grew up watching and paying attention to whatever else i'm also very happy that they have stuck with ryan parrott through all of that like most comic books, if, you know, certain comic books, you know, a writer will get to do this arc, this arc, and this arc, and then it changes. And it, you know, so I'm glad we don't have a revolving door of writers on this series. Right. Yeah. I think he definitely has sort of captured some of the great things that Kyle did and is sort of adding on it, you yeah. know, and uh, it's always, it's always hard when you get a new writer in because, you know, sometimes you're like, you know, I'm going to work within the existing continuity that this writer developed. And then sometimes they just want to go off and do their own thing. So, you know, it is, it is very tricky. And I imagine from a writer's standpoint, like you want to do your own thing. That's why you took the job. So um, this definitely feels like an extension of what was already built. 
Um, it does, but it also feels like he's doing his own thing too. Yes. Because again, you have the Omegas and the Mighty Morphins. So yeah. it's two Power Ranger teams. Kyle didn't write two Power Rangers teams. He wrote the main Power Rangers team and he wrote the evilest Power Ranger of all time. Right. You know, and what I love here is that, you know, you have, again, glimpses into personalities that we would have never seen. You know, you got Jason trying to get back into the thick of things here. And, right. you know, Tommy I, just good. I was going to say, we got to get into this fight, this epic fight <laughs> between Jason and Tommy that I feel like we have been building to. And if it didn't happen, I would have immediately dismissed this book because... It's there. It needed to happen. And thank them. Thank goodness they gave it to us. Yeah. Because Tommy, even though he's the new leader, even though Jason was the classic main original leader. And I I just love the, the, the exchange, the beginning exchange that Tommy gives him. Yeah, I came in here and did the same thing after Dane knocked me around. Problem is, pocket dimension bad guys aren't as good as the real thing. <laughs> yeah. And they, uh, you know, they, they do their, and again, I, I hear Austin St. John and JD and Jason David Frank in my head, you know, I think I'll risk it. Omega firepower. Yeah, exactly. Zord. And again, even with, thankfully the, the word balloons in the next panel are, they're each coming out of their mouths and it doesn't take away from the actual art. Another no. print I want. Right. You know, it's just so damn good. It, it, it really is. And again, that's the other strength of this book is they do a really good job with the action scenes, mm-hmm. which is not easy to do in a comic book sometimes. No. I mean, you look at this kick that Tommy is delivering to Jason and you see Tommy's foot it's showing it in motion, but it's showing it like it ripped off, like his actual foot by the heel and by the ankle is ripped off his leg, but it's showing you the motion of the kick without needing to see an actual 3d image or a 3d actor making the actual move. And you can see how, Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is he doing the Chun-Li bicycle kick? Because I seriously yeah. noticed that... Little bit. Po- uh, oh, my God. Little bit, little bit. <laughs> well, you know, so getting, you know, getting past that, you yeah. know, it is interesting because they do sort of start a little bit on the surface. They're kind of sparring, and then you notice they quit pulling their punches. Yep. Uh, you know, their real emotions come out, you know... Uh, Jason's like, you think I wanted any of this? You think this is my idea? Someone comes to you and says, hey, man, we need you to save the universe. But small catch, you got to lie to everybody you cared about it, about to do it. What would you have done? And I love that Tommy's silent there because he knows damn well he would have done the same thing. Um, Exactly. uh, Which, again, that was was a a bit between uh, the two that we needed to have. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's really nice. Uh, you know, and then after that, you know, Jason, it's like, I gotta go, I gotta go back. I gotta go back to the, the safe Haven planet. Yeah. And, uh, so he, you know, sets off and the other Rangers, you know, trying to talk him into letting him come. And, yeah. uh, it is nice that, uh, we do get one thing in that little, uh, exchange that, um, 
you know, Jason kind of acknowledges what some things that Zordon originally said. And it's kind of like when, you know, you look at your parent and you're like, I get it. You know, I, I, I get, I get, I get what you went through. Like I get the struggle now. Um, so that's really cool. And then of course we cut back into the space battle. Yep. Um, Trini, uh, I don't think, and this is, this is again, going back to the tragedy of, of, of losing her. Um, but I don't think she gets enough credit either in this book or just in general for her leadership skills. Like she is a badass leader here and totally coordinates this whole plan, which almost works until we see the grave digger Zord. Yeah. Or the grave Zord. Grave Zord. The grave Zord. Yeah. Grave digger Zord would be a monster truck. (laughs) would be a monster truck that no one would want to go up against. And so I didn't go back, but I totally forgot that this thing was still around. Uh, and that, and that she was still around it. Like, I know she is, but I totally spaced this. Oh, that, that Ranger Slayer Kimberly is here. Yeah. Yeah. I totally spaced that. Cause you know, uh, I'm thinking back to, uh, back to shattered grid and stuff, but like, yeah, I, I was like, oh, God, I forgot she was lurking around. And it was so cool that she's the one that's just floating around deep space for Grace. Yep. Yeah. And it's nice to see that, again, we, we're having, again, so on Earth, you have Billy, Kimberly, Tommy, and Jason and whatever else in space you have Aisha Adam Rocky you have Zach you have Trini and then you have Mm -hmm. Kimberly Ranger Slayer Kimberly and it's like yeah these two teams could really work together well yeah with each other like you don't have to you don't have to keep it Jason Trini Zach Billy Kimberly Tommy you can use it as multiple other things and it's very interesting it's much a much more interesting dynamic that way yeah, absolutely. Um, also, if there's one thing I'm disappointed about from the comics, and it's probably, and I know why it doesn't exist, but I'm disappointed that some of these badass, epic Zord creations that we get from the comics don't <laughs> exist at all in toy form. <laughs> like, even like models and stuff, like the Grave Zord is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's yes. so cool. Um, from um, the pink miniseries, the the like Typhonus or whatever that uh, that Goldar creates out of pieces of of old swords, that is awesome. Like, yeah, I want those toys. Yes, yeah, and I think it's I don't know if it's just because it's in the comic, if it's because it doesn't show up on the show, or it doesn't. Obviously, it can't because unless they're gonna. Well, I I don't know who has the the rights like i know hasbro owns power rangers but i don't know how that extends to to the comic series like i don't know what they're and the thing is is if you're hasbro yes you're a toy company but does it make sense to make this one thing um for jesse raz yeah well i'm not (laughs) i'm not a big fan with a lot of the decisions hasbro sort of made in in reference to toys but 
that's a separate podcast. But anyway, so Ranger shows Ranger Slayer shows up uh, as the uh, in the Gravesword and murders this child. Like there's no ifs ands or buts about it. Puts yeah. him out of his misery. Says thank you. Takes a kid takes a tiger blast to the face. Yeah, which I, ag- again is the difference between Kimberly and Ranger Slayer. Yeah, but again, you know she's coming in to save the day and. She doesn't just kill him. Right. I mean, she's she justified. She comes in and, you know, what do you say? You take a big step back from my friends there, huh? Yeah. I'm warning you, stand down right now or I'm going to do something we're both going to regret. Mm-hmm. And you also have to look at this kid and how he has been treated and how he has been used and abused and everything yeah. else. And he is just waiting for not to be here anymore because of everything that he's been through. How How is this kid going to be able to live his life with this power that he has? And that's why he says, finally, thank you, because it's somebody who, you know, sees a threat. She warns him. She, she knows she's going to regret her action. Yeah. But, you know, he is thanking her to the point of – Thank you for helping me to the, you know, to not be a controlled, abused person anymore kind yeah. of thing is, is, is how I see this. Yeah. It, it isn't like she came in, you know, went behind everybody's back, got Tommy by the throat and slit his throat, or she didn't come in and pick Zach up and, you know, Take take him over her knee and crack right. his back in half, kind of thing. Right. It's not that. Like, well, and it does show you because Zach and Trini, they mention it. They're like, mm-hmm. you didn't have to, and they feel bad because he was one of their charges. But yeah. Rocky, Adam, and Aisha really showing their uh, their greenness because they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, they're yeah. like, yeah. So it just shows you where everybody's kind of at. You know, Kimberly's seen a bunch of alternate universes and realities and yep. they kind of explain what they're doing. And it's interesting. She said, if it helps, I know something that can absorb morphine energy at the source, though it's yeah. in another universe. So there's no way to get it. And then did you pick up on what that might be? No, I didn't. But um, the, the next thing I'm like, wait, Z is like, you have access to come with me now. Right. So what was it? Uh, well, it's something that we saw in another arc. Um, oh, Lord. Remember Saba, is it? What, I'm not going to spoil it for you. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, so Z takes him back to, it says, we need to go back to safe Haven because we got to get to the, the master arch, which we just found out about a you know, yep. forged by the original Morphin master. So now all of a sudden what they need is exactly what Kaya and her team of anointed need. And we're setting up for a grudge match. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, while we set that up, we get, um, we get this cool little aside between Zach and Adam. Cause we got Aisha and Trini and it's nice that we get, you know, and we got Jason and Rocky. We got a little bit of that, you know, yeah. um, with them, them sparring at one point. Um, but it's, or did we? Or will we get that? What? The Jason and Rocky talking about. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Okay. If we haven't anyway. gotten it yet, I know we will. Yeah. Um, 
Um, it's basically Rangers comparing notes. Yeah, I mean, it know, is, and it's between it's their kinda, experiences. Yeah, and it's cool because we never got that. We never got that on the show for obvious reasons. We weren't going to get it, so it is nice to get a little bit of, uh, you know, fan service here for for what we didn't get. And um, yeah. but then uh, now we're back on safe haven, and uh, we're get shit's getting real. Yeah, she's uh, you know amassing an army of people. An angry army of people. Yes. And we get into chapter 49, main cover, Jamal Campbell again. Uh, it's the Rangers against the invading army? Well, it's the anointed. Yeah, that's and, true. You know, this was kind of going back to what we were talking about, about um, covers. This mm-hmm. is beautiful. I like this. I think the yeah. colors are great on this, but just the layout and stuff, it's not it's not my favorite uh, type of cover. Like it's good. I think it's aesthetically pleasing. I think it catches your eye, but it's just not my personal favorite style. If I was in a comic book shop when this issue, when issue 49 came out and I was looking around at various things, this would have caught my eye, Yeah, but it, it would be in a way where, wait, what is that? Yeah. And, and it, wait, Tommy's butt is on the cover. <laughs> like, and like you yeah. see cheek, like that his, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like if you look closely, yep. there's his crack. They, yep. I mean, it's subtle crack, but it's there. I, you know, there's this forever evil story of Nightwing slash Dick Grayson in DC. Everybody wants a chance to draw a good Nightwing butt, and apparently everybody wants a good chance to draw a Tommy butt too. Well, we, got a, we got we got a chance, so yeah. Um, but we kick off the we kick off this series with the Tiger Zord in space. Yeah, not something I expected, but hey, it works. Well, I mean, it does kind of make sense if it's airtight. True. Uh, and it and it's got propulsion, you know. Maybe it's yep. not the worst idea ever. Um you know, it's definitely something that uh that no one thought about. <laughs> nope. Cuz normally you would think of, "Oh, wait. Maybe there shouldn't be a Tiger Zord in space. Maybe it should be the Ninja Mega Falcon Zord or mm-hmm. something or other." But we're not there yet uh, at all anymore sadly yeah. and you know what's interesting too is we never got to see this because of the way they splice two seasons of sentai together mm-hmm. but we never got to see what the cockpit of the mega tiger zord looked like you know we always saw tommy in there but when the other rangers were in there right and we get to see that here briefly with the morph out yeah which is which is what it, um which is what the actual Megazord cockpit looks like in Die Ranger. Right. So that's really kind of cool. And again, if you if you did watch any of the Sentai, it's a you know subtle little nod there. Yep. Um so anyway, we've got uh we've got our uh, earthbound rangers, we've got the three mighty morphin and Jason mm-hmm. back on Safe Haven. Yep. Walking into a trap. Of course. Um, why wouldn't they be? You know, they've got they've got some of the locals. They're trying to keep them safe. They're trying to get them out of there. And boom, here comes Kaya after being betrayed. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, let, let's not fight. Let's, you know, you know, and just some, like, I thought I was really going to like this character, but now that she's kind of turned, it's like, eh. Well, you know what's funny? Like, so, and we can talk about her more at the end as we get to, mm-hmm. closer to the wrap up of this uh, arc. I, when she turned evil, it irritated me. It didn't, I, I wasn't super sympathetic. And I think that's because of just how little time we got with her. Like, I don't think she's been around long enough for you to really feel her betrayal the way the Power Ranger, the Omega Rangers kind of do. Um, And it just, it, if there's one tiny thing that I have to nitpick about this so far, it's her sort of fall from grace. You know, Draken is a big thing, but yeah, but it was just very quick, I guess. Um, And I don't know if there's because she's on this whole they lied to us thing or they did this thing or let's not be this. Let's do this. Why do we, you know, I was on the wrong side kind of thing. And I I don't know. I mean, I didn't think she was so gullible in the beginning as a new ranger. I mean, she yeah. was green, but she wasn't gullible about it. I mean, obviously, hello, she snuck up on a morphin master and killed the dude. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, I was not expecting uh, a, a heel turn from her at all. Yeah. So I'm wondering if she's going to get a face turn because we'll get into it a little later here, but Draken sort of seemingly gets a face turn now. I don't know. Well, yes and maybe no. Yes uh, and maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, but to to kind of illustrate the fact that she is not a bad person, she yeah. gives them a chance to surrender their morphers, knowing full well that they won't, and mm-hmm. basically, you know, threatens to kill Tommy before he becomes Draken, and she's kind of becoming the thing that she hates mm-hmm. um but doesn't see it which again that that's goes back to that slippery slope of trying to yeah. be more proactive and not reactive yeah. uh that the line that the power rangers kind of walk um finally our two teams are back the panel you talk about panels that you just would love oh. to have um uh uh, Kaya, no. Tommy's not surrendering to you. In fact, none of us are. Yeah. You know why? Because it's morphin' time. Yeah. Just wow. Yeah, that is most definitely a panel. And yeah, and then them together. That's like right up there with the anniversary shows where they all do the big morph. Yep. Um, also, I love that Billy didn't know that it was Ranger Slayer that was Grace's friend. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a little like like tucked in there. Wait, what? Who? <laughs> yeah. And again, we're going to get deep into Ranger Slayer stuff a little bit later this year. But I, I this series has given us so many cool variations on characters we already know. And as mm-hmm. I've already said in the last three episodes or however many episodes we've done to this point is that that's what makes the comic so good 
is that there are so many different aspects, emotions, characteristics, all of that, that it's not just like this morphin sequence here. Yeah. This isn't your cookie cutter. I mean, it, it, it has its, you know, formula of, you know, them talking and then, oh, by the way, it's morphin time and then they morph. But I'm sorry. Some of those big anniversary morphs, because they go through each into like sometimes they, they'll, they'll do it by team, but the episodes where they do it individually and they have to yell out every like as yeah. much as I, as much as I love the Thunder Zords, I'm sorry, Mastodon Lion Thunder Zord power it's is too damn long. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, fill, it's filler. Like, yeah, it's filler. no, 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 yeah, I know, but I'm glad in this that they can just do one sequence, yeah, one, one panel, it's know, good. And one almost one word things for each of the thing, yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah. Kaya hands them over to Garrison and Dane. Yep, uh, they've all morphed. Uh, Jason calls in the other Omega Zords. Uh, Garrison's in uh, Kaya's Omega Zord, which yep. I'm not really a fan of the way they look. Like, I guess it makes sense. You're sort of abstract elemental powers that are just sort of sort of exist, but. They're yeah. not my favorite. I'm not clamoring for these toys. No. And it kind of it kind of sucks that they don't I don't know if there's a fifth one missing, but like I kind of was hoping for a Megazord, right? Yeah. You know? Um but anyway, so uh Jason and the Omega Rangers go to take on Garrison and the uh, um, you know, the other Omega Zord. And he leaves the uh the Rangers to uh take on Dane and uh I love uh, Jason calling the shots. He's like, think you can handle Dane? And he's like, go, we'll, uh, we'll do our best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally gun shy about everything. And, uh, you know, they're trying to form the power blaster. And of course, you know, as they're broadcasting to the world, what they're doing, uh, Dane is really smart and shuts up Rocky right as he's yelling power sword. Yep. Ah, not again. Uh, meanwhile, while this is going on, uh, Ranger Slayer and Z have gone down to the temple and the gate mm-hmm. and have decided to uh, try to uh, use this, um, you know, and it's got an automated defense system, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's got a automatic. Yeah, that's yeah. Wow. Yikes. You know, which she's kind of commandeured. But so he start he starts up the he dials up the Stargate, yep. uh, which sorry it's what it looks like. It's what uh, it looks like, folks. Yeah, you know, and she goes off, doesn't say Anything. where yep. she's going. I knew before I saw it where she was going, but <laughs> you don't. So I'll keep that to myself yep. and. Um, you know, then we get then we get this fight, this three on one fight, and uh, with with the Zords, which is kind of cool. Yep. They say something here. I think it's when they were calling the Zords. Where do those come from? We don't know. We're just glad they come. That was yeah. That was uh, I think there was a couple of issues earlier. Yeah, it yeah. was great because they're you know it'd be different planets and boom, there they are. Yep. Um, and that's you know, good because not. Not everything needs to come out of a volcano or, you know, from under the earth or whatever. So, yeah. 
Well, and so now we get something that's very interesting because, you know, now it looks like three on one, the Omega Zords, not a big deal. And then all of a sudden, uh, Kaya calls in the anointed and they start overloading the Zords with all the morphin power that yep. these guys possess. And, you know, they're like, yeah. we can't fight that. Basically, um, kind of turning them into suicide bombers almost. I mean, they're not exactly throwing themselves at, at, at explosions, but she's using them as cannon fodder. Yeah. It's, it's basically that. Yeah. Um, which is really sort of a, a twisted dark kind of turn. Again, there are a lot of twisted dark turn. Again, this is why I am so thrilled with how Ryan Parrott is writing this and, and just everything to do with this series, because there were things here and there are things in volume 14 that, I was not expecting, and I'll admit this now, halfway through volume 14, I got lost because I, I, I just did. We'll talk about that in a couple of yeah. weeks, folks. But uh, but yeah, I mean, what a way to get to 50, folks. Yeah, and so that, you know, this issue or this chapter ends with uh, we don't know if Trini's alive or not, Yep. which we assume she is. But then again, in greater continuity – she could, they could very well have a ranger parish here, uh, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't mess with anything because you know, by the end of issue 50, Zed's free again, yep, and which we knew kind of had to happen. Yeah. Um, we, we, we knew that was something that probably needed to happen, and um, but we don't, we don't know about Trini, so you know, so we kind of start this issue with a little uncertainty, they end it. Um, you know, the Omega Zords are getting their butts handed to them and yeah. Yeah. Which brings us to issue 50. Issue 50. Oh boy. Um, you know, so, um, we start off with, with the Rangers fight. Uh, we start off right back into it. Yeah. So we have this, this opening narration, the essence of, of a linear life lies in its unpredictability. What is waiting around the next corner? Will I ever find true love? When is my last day? <laughs> last day. Oh boy. Uh, what will tomorrow bring happiness or sadness, pa- pleasure or pain? The beauty in not knowing is what drives us all. And then we get to, because there might not be another tomorrow. And that's where the big open page of the Mm -hmm. fight between the mighty Morphin team and Dane happens. Wow. Yep. There. (laughs) I love the line, Tommy, we're running out of ways for this guy to beat us. Uh, But then they look up and they see the Omega Rangers are getting their butts handed to them. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's very interesting because they're telling Tommy like, Hey man, you need to go help. And he's like, Nope, I'm leaving him. He's getting <laughs> kind of stubborn about it. He's like, no, I'm leaving him. I'm not abandoning you guys. Yeah. You're my team. You know, they, I don't know who these guys are anymore. And the team is like, give us the chance to prove it. You do, you do what you need to do. Yeah. And so he sends them off uh, or they send him off. To uh to go get 
you know, some Tiger Zord power. Yeah. And again, a panel that would look uh, like some of these panels, depending on how, and I'm looking at them in the comicsology.com guided view. So I get really cool, you know, like storyboard, like I'm, what am I on? Well, obviously this is page 56 of the overall trade. Okay. So you see this and you see it as, you know, this breakdown of vertical panels. And then at the bottom there, they kind of, you know, the bottom two, they kind of look like photographs. They kind of look like the old style photographs that you would put in a frame. And I'm like, Ooh, between Adam, Aisha and Rocky, and then Tommy morphing out as, you know, as obviously he's in his white Ranger uniform. Okay. If that's what you want, good luck Rangers again, print it out, put it on my wall. <laughs> right. It's just so good. Well, and they get, and they get this idea, you know, it allows the three of them to work together because the three of them are friends. They know each other mm-hmm. about as well as the other Rangers know each other. And so, you know, they get the idea to swap up weapons change their tactics a bit. Um, Rocky just decides to jet into him. Yep. Um, you know, uh, but they start throwing out the playbook and just, you know, start doing anything and everything. Um, I love how they invent, cause all of the, um, the, the moves that they have have like code names. And yeah. so they invent something called beta seven. And uh, the other two Rangers are like, huh, guess we got to learn that one. Yep. And then by the time we get close to the end of the battle, even though, oh, well, we we, we move on over to Z and all that's going on. But basically forward in this battle with Dane, I remember, I think it's Aisha that asks him, now either you're going to surrender or you're going to find out what betas eight through 10 are. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh, you know, we, we cut back to the Omega Rangers battle. Um, you know, there's some dialogue and all of a sudden Tommy walks in and the Tiger's Zord. nobody gets to beat up my friends, but me. Exactly. I was hoping I'd get a crack at you ponytail. <laughs> I know. Right. <sighs> Uh, and then, and then we get some, we get some badass tiger Zord fighting. Yes, we do. And it is amazing. Well, but what's interesting, it is amazing, but you know, you do see that the tiger Zord is a lot slower and is a little clunkier than these Omega Zords. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, because again, even though the Tiger Zord is is white light and the power of goodness and and all of that, uh, I mean Tiger Zord is thirty. Well, not in this continuity, but yeah. I'm just saying in real life, it's thirty years old at this yeah. point. Tiger Zord's been around the battlefield yeah. a few times, and then uh, we we get this <laughs> moment, which could have come out of the show because it's mm-hmm. just like when they found those those one-off blasters and met Titanus Mm -hmm. and they decided they learned how to work together. Tommy, the Omega Zords were designed to adapt to naturally adapt with any Zord. Let's show them some red tiger power. (laughs) Yeah. Now again, that's a toy I'd want. That's yeah, exactly. That's a toy you would want. (sighs) 
And love- they they work together, which is what, you know, which is always the thing with Jason and Tommy. I feel like they always have to learn to work together. Yeah. And when they do, it works very well. Yep. Like, I mean, you know, they're supposed, you know, not everyone has to be an enemy of everybody else all the time. Like you can make up, you can come to, you know, whatever, you know, passing moment you can kind of thing. And they just do all kinds of red tiger moves and slice and dice him until the uh, the horde of angry uh, people yep. starts, you know, swarming them again. Yeah. You want to talk about colors? Yeah. The panel where, you know, as, as the, the, the people are coming in, the systems are failing on the red tiger sword. And the people are coming in. There's that giant, like, warp-looking panel where it's all purple and yellow. And everybody's like, ah, they're all screaming. That's awesome art right there. Yeah. And just when all has seemed lost, uh, we get this one panel Uh of a ranger Uh absorbing all that morphine energy from all the peasants. Uh Now, do you know where Ranger Slayer went? Yeah, I do now. Yeah, she went to she went to the universe with the Solar Ranger. And while I did not like Beyond the Grid, I do appreciate how they didn't completely disavow that and brought her in. Yep. Um Yeah. That was that was very awesome and very cool. Uh Again, I, you know, like we've said in, in the other episodes and when we did the uh, the Shattered Grid and Beyond the Grid stuff, it just felt like you left us with Shattered Grid. And then we went on this adventure with, frankly, pe- half the people in Beyond the Grid I were new characters to me. And I didn't yeah. dislike them, but I wanted to know more about the picking up the pieces of shattered. So again, like, yeah. like we've said, you know, go from right. shattered to this. It'll make more sense. And you, people can and should read beyond the grid, but maybe not. It just, right it just went on too long. I think, yeah. I think it just went on too long. It should have been maybe six issues. Versus uh, like 10. And, you know, again, you know, we, we hashed it out. There are some mm-hmm. picks that I liked as far as, and then some, I just did not. And, it was a good idea, but it, like I said, I think the bottom line is it just went on too long, but it's nice to see that our time wasn't wasted. Some of those remnants came back to, uh, to basically wrap this up. So once the anointed are down, uh, basically Dane turns tail and, uh, and ditches her. So now it's just Kaya. Yeah, it's just Kaya and Trini. I hate that you still come up here. (laughs) <laughs> but hey, yeah. <laughs> At least I know where to find you. Uh, and you know, Trini's not as soft spoken as as we all thought she was. Nope. Because guys, like, we're friends, and that's what friends do for one another. Does that sound about right? Nope. I'm done with all that. <laughs> oh well, she's had it. She's had her butt kicked several times a day yeah. by a friend. So yeah, she's done with that. Meanwhile, while that starts to happen, Zed's jar just falls. Yep. 
miraculously, oh no, it's Dane. Yeah. Uh, Dane basically saying we're even. Don't yeah, we're call even. me ever oh, again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. uh, so now we've got, you know, we've got the final battle. We've got Trini and Kaya uh, going at it. Yep. And, uh, you know, it, it's pretty, it's pretty emotional. Yeah, it is very emotional. And we get to where what was said earlier, the gate opened, the planets aligned, the earth rose, and then the water fell. Yep. Or at least it will. Uh, and just like that, that's it. That's um, it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all the people that, um, that are free from the morphine energy, they, uh, they, they, they'll get a chance to stay or go home. And, um, uh, Garrison and Kaya, well, yeah. they get their own little space dumpster. Yep. So they're like, Hey, you can stay here or you can go home. We'll figure it out. Um, and uh so then they say goodbye to the solar rangers yep and uh and they get cut off you gotta see our new solar ranger something yeah Yeah. which i feel like that's gonna come back yeah i don't know that we've seen it yet but i feel like that's just sort of leaving the door open to maybe a little revisit of that which yeah it wouldn't be the first thing i jump on but you know well, again, if it's something that, like you said, if it's an arc that is, let's say, a three-part arc, yeah, fine. It, or if it's something like what we, we will get to, we are going to get to these this year at some point, uh, Psychopath and uh, the Time Force. Uh, right, just sort of whatever. self-contained stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if it's a self-contained thing, yeah. sure, fine, great. And once we get, just like we got so much additional things with Jason, Trini, and Zach, along with Aisha, Adam, and Rocky, as long as we get more, like, like again, if, like you said, if we go on a specific adventure with the Solar Rangers that is not tied into other things that, like, it was really hard for me to see the Solar Rangers in with our main people that we've known for the last 30 years yeah. of our life. You know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad no. thing. It was just difficult for me to get used to those characters because at that time, I didn't want to see those damn characters. I wanted to know more right. about the people I've known for the last X number well, of years. You know? And again, I was not a fan of the artwork in that book. I thought it was yeah. very hard to follow. It was, the story was confusing, but anyway, we've already hashed that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, uh, so they say goodbye then Ranger Slayer goes through the Stargate mm-hmm. and we will find out where yes. she goes because it's all speaking of, of spinoff miniseries. Yep. She gets her own. She gets her one shot. And, yep. Well, she gets, I think it's a three shot. Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I've read it. I like it. Um, I want more from that universe, but we'll talk about that at some point. So, yep. Um, you know, so uh, and then we're we're kind of meeting on the beach, and they're uh, you know they're actually they're actually talking on the cell phone and mm-hmm. not lying. Yep. Um. You know, we get to see them actually being friends again. Yeah. 
and then we get this little because you think all is fine, well, and good. No, oh, we, it's a, there, no. it's another thing. They're gonna they're just running off to fight the monster of the week. Uh-huh. Oh look, no. Zed is back, and he's got the yep. snake that turns into you. his uh, yep uh, his staff. So um, there you go. You you got your wish. <laughs> um. I mean, it's not your Zeo crystal wish, but you know, yeah. hey, they, they they tied it in. <laughs> yeah, but then there's something that is uh, coming crashing to Earth. I yep. wonder what it could be. Mm-hmm. Or who? It's Lord Draken. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dun dun dun! And that's how we end necessary evil. Yep. And yeah, I I'm digging this. I think this is great. I think they told a story amongst these, you know, three parts of this overall arc that is really well done. They essentially told two different stories because you have yeah. Well, I'd be technically more than that, but I mean, between the two Ranger teams, two very different Ranger team stories, and then obviously you have what's going on with Kaya, you have what's going on with Dane and Zed and all of that. It, it's just one big piece of awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think they did a really good job of balancing two teams, and they had two separate storylines, and then finding a way to merge the two and still give both teams enough development. I mean, everybody really kind of had a moment to shine. Everybody, you know, it was a good ensemble arc. Yep. You know, there, you know, some were featured a little bit more than others here and there, but everybody kind of had their moment. So they did a really good, which that's not easy because you're looking at nine characters. Yeah. yeah. And then you got Zordon, you got Alpha, you got Kaya. So that's not an easy thing to do. So they did really well with that. I thought overall, I thought that was a good for the arc. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about this already. The artwork I thought was great. I thought the action sequences were awesome. Yeah. No, I think I think uh, this arc was really well done. Yeah. Volume 13 also has a cover gallery, which is awesome because I love when they do cover galleries and trades. The main, which is kind of, it's kind of interesting to me that so we get the rest of the cards, the issue 50 Ranger cards. So Green Ranger, you know, yellow, what is it? Uh, blue Omega Ranger, yellow Omega Ranger, that thing. So we get we get those. And then we get a Red Ranger, uh, Omega Ranger kind of, yeah, this is done by, oh, good Lord, I'll mispronounce that name so so much. But anyway... This was the issue 50 variant cover. And they have a variant of that of it in being in stone, which I think is cool. And then we have multiple Draken covers. And I'm just like, wait, we barely see he shows up at the end. And, you know, we got one by Diego Galindo. Actually, all of these, I think, are done by Diego. No, two of them are. We got two by Diego. One is of Draken looking like he's popping out of a portal. Another one is of the... Is that the Ultra Dragon Zord? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's the Ultra Dragon Zord because it has, yeah, Dragon Zord and Megazord with it together. So we get that. 
And then we get one of which, wow, like <laughs> Dragon Sword in, in the classic. And then we just get a traditional Tommy, you know, with the dragon dagger thing. Yeah. And then we get a preview of Power Rangers Draken New Dawn, which starts with Ranger Slayer. Yeah. So I did, I did some research on this. Ranger Slayer technically did not get her own miniseries. She got her own, like, oversized issue one right. shot. Yeah. She got Ranger Slayer number one. And that is a part of Power Rangers Draken New Dawn Volume One. But so but that whole thing mm-hmm. is about her. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, you yes, you are correct. I'm just saying that instead of paying five dollars and ninety-nine cents on comicsology.com, you can spend just under fourteen dollars and you get Power Rangers Slayer number one and Power Rangers Draken New Dawn one to three. So would you rather spend just under 15 bucks for four comics or right. six bucks for one kind of thing? So Because the cover yeah. of Draken New Dawn one mm-hmm. is, is her right. on Zed's throne. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So it's interesting how – I don't know that that's so we're not talking about that right now. I know, but like, yeah, that's will. the way, the way they uh, named that is a little bit of a misnomer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's not, it's about his aftermath more so mm-hmm. than it is about him. Her. Yeah. And so, you know, that, that is, it's a little deceiving, but yeah. Um. So yeah. So you get, so you get that. Uh, but I mean, that's the thing, though. She, like, I again, I would have to go back to read Shattered Grid, but from what I remember of Shattered Grid, Lord Draken, it was Lord Draken versus the Coinless, and then there was everybody else on that world. But we didn't really ever like the main focus of it was Lord Draken and what he was yeah. doing with, you yeah, know, shattering the grid and whatever else. So the the. The copy, the copy for the trade says the Ranger Slayer alternate version of Kimberly Hart returns to her home dimension to pick up the pieces left behind in the wake of Lord Draken's reign, becoming the thing she hates the most, the new ruler of her world sitting on Draken's throne. Right. But an even deadlier threat sets its sights on Earth, and Kim won't be able to defeat it on her own. Yeah, so really, so if anybody's interested in picking that up, it's Ranger Slayer one and then Draken New Dawn one, two, and three. Those four things, and this yeah. this does kind of bug me sometimes when comics do that. That is a thing. And I know why they're all separate because you yeah. it gets you to spend a little bit more, and I understand that. But like that's the arc. Those four issues. Yeah. That you know, that aren't like I just wish it was you know, it well, I wish they, they were have four the issues and yeah. not, exactly, but I wish they were four issues and not three issues and then Ranger Slayer because, like, if I'm going to the comic book store and I'm looking for the I don't, Ranger Slayer, I don't unless I look gonna, it yeah. up on the internet, I don't know that that is also that and can conti- yeah. so it, it gets a little confusing. But this is um, why in most of and I, I I know a lot of people don't go to websites to look at posts and things like that. I mean, most people are listening to podcasts on their their phones or the whatever, whatever people listen to podcasts on nowadays. But 
That's why in almost all of the pullback posts, if I put in there a comiXology link or whatever, I'll say, hey, this is this, read it here, but it's, you know, Ranger Slayer number one plus the dragon. Right. So that way people know that you get everything right here in this link. And and that's, you know, I and that's what I will, um, when I go to jump into a new series or something, right. I immediately go and look for the reading order. Yep. Um, because... More often than not, especially like because at this time we had we had MMPR and then we had Go Go Power Rangers still going on. Yeah. And so I can either pick up the trade with the whole arc mm-hmm. or I can try to go to the if I'm reading it on an individual basis, I need to know what what is what. And a lot of times, too, I've noticed this and Power Rangers does this a little bit where they'll, they'll give you the arc from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and then uh-huh. you get the arc from Go, and then you have to wait for whatever the third thing is to get yeah. the whole arc across the whole thing. It drives me crazy. They do it with Green Lantern. Like, <laughs> it just, like, I have a compendium of Blackest Night. I know we're not talking about that. And it is, it is, because there were three books that was going over. There was like Blackest Night, there was Green Lantern, there was Green Lantern Core. And I was like, I just want to read this whole damn thing as it's going on. Yeah. I know that this is kind of an aside. It doesn't necessarily play into this, but just give me the full freaking thing. Oh, it's so confusing. And I hate when comics do that. But let's get back on track. Yeah. I mean, luckily I can. Ooh, wow. It's actually cheap. Uh, I can. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, it wasn't. Was it Blackest Night only eight issues? Really? That was that was the event. The comic. actual event comic. It okay. played out it in played Green out Lantern. Other, right, right. Green right. Lantern core. Um, so, so there's oh, that. Also, yeah. it built, it dwindled out into some other stuff as well. I mean, it was, again, I, I know we're talking about yeah, Power yeah, no, and no, Green no, Lantern, no, it's, it's but fine. like that was one of like DC's best, like overreaching arcs that gets zero credit with anybody. Like yeah. you talk about, you know, Flashpoint was good. It got a DC animated movie. Blackest Night gets nothing and it's crap. It's a it's a crime. But anyway. Yeah, it's just crazy, crazy stuff. All right, folks. Uh I assume we're both giving this fives. Oh yeah, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give this one a five. I will say I it did make me a little nervous that Draken was back at the end because I feel like it might have been too soon, but so just ish- Issue 30 to issue 50, or technically, if you want to count Shattered Grid number one. Right. But technically, issue 30 in the main ongoing was the last time we actively dealt with him to him showing up here at the end. 20 issues? Eh. Well, I don't know. Like- a lot happened in those 20 issues that, oh, 
You're right. But the thing that I was afraid of, and I'm not saying I agree now, right. but my, my thing was afraid of it was like, okay, so Draken was the big bad guy. We had him. It was great. And then we mm-hmm. struggled. And now we had this one. Great. Well, what else do we got? Well, we could bring Draken back. And it's like, so I was a little afraid of that, but stay tuned. It's not quite what you, it is what you think, but also like it's it not. Yeah. They do a really good job of, I'll say, slow playing it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, all right, folks, coming up next, we've got the TMNT3 comic Terry that we're going to be doing. And then Jesse and I will be back with volume 14. And then Joe and I will be back again because we're Turtles guys. And I know you're a Turtles guy as well, but time zones and time availability and whatever else, Joe and I are going to do Mighty Morphin Power Rangers TMNT. I was wondering when you guys were going to do that. Uh, and, And I have not picked that up yet. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Well, you know, go get it. Read it and then listen to the show whenever the show comes out. For sure, for sure. <laughs> I, I picked up uh, Power Rangers and the JLA uh, crossover, but I haven't picked up the the Ninja Turtles. But I will say they just released the uh, the Lightning Collection for that. Which again, you'll do that for the Turtles crossover, but whatever. <laughs> but they look awesome; like they yeah. really look good. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. Oh, good stuff coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Where can the people find you online, sir? Find me on Twitter at Jesse, J-E-S-S-E, Rass, R-A-S. Same handle on Instagram if you want to follow me on there. I'm also on TikTok. I'm also on Facebook. And I also exist in the real world sometimes. Yeah, you just can't find him on 4th Street anymore, folks. Nope. And, anyway. Well, depending on what corn. No, never mind. Anyway. No, 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 no. There is only one. When people say Fourth Street in that area, we know there's only one. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I am at TFG and Mike on Twitter. You can follow at the Pullbag on Twitter as well. Make your great escape into comics and may the power protect you. We will catch you next time here inside the pull bag. Excellent. You've just heard the latest episode of The Pull Bag, the GCRN's first comic review and discussion podcast. There are several ways to get in touch with us and leave feedback for the show. You can visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can comment on the episode in all of our different podcasts. You can rate and leave a review for the show on iTunes. Be sure to leave us feedback. Become a fan of us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thepullbag. Send us an email, feedback at geekcastradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at thepullbag and at geekcastradio. So until next time, make your great escape into comics and unleash the geek in you. Let the power protect you.